WVOW Local News, now. Two people are dead following a shooting in Logan County today. I'm Aaron Stone. Logan County Sheriff's deputies are investigating a shooting that occurred in the area near Mud Fork and Dingus. Two people have been confirmed dead. No further information is available at press time. Stay with WVOWradio.com for further details as they become available. The Logan County Health Department reported an additional death attributed to COVID-19 today. Health Department Director Steve Browning confirmed the death of a 49-year-old female. A total of 129 Logan Countyans has died due to complications from the coronavirus. Since Friday, 27 new cases of the virus have been confirmed through laboratory testing. Logan has 106 active cases currently, 5,183 recoveries have been accounted for, and 129 fatalities. For a cumulative total, 5,418 cases of COVID-19. 18 people are still hospitalized. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road in Chapmanville is accepting new patients. Dr. Mahmoud Hamza is ready to be your primary care physician. A walk-in clinic is also available. You won't have to wait to get the care you need for flu, UTI, sprains, cuts, minor injuries, ear issues, rashes, and more. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 304-239-8090. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported 26 additional deaths attributed to COVID-19 Monday morning. Since the onset of the outbreak, a total of 4,134 West Virginians have succumbed to the virus. Statewide, 744 Mountain State residents are hospitalized for coronavirus. There are 221 patients in intensive care units and 151 of those patients are on ventilators. As of this morning, 689 new infections were confirmed through laboratory testing. West Virginia currently has 9,033 active cases of COVID-19. Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College announced a scholarship named after 2011 America's Got Talent winner Landau Eugene Murphy, Jr., the scholarship is for any non-traditional student in need of financial assistance and is enrolled in a degree-seeking program at Southern. Special announcement about the scholarship was made Saturday night during the singer's anniversary concert at Southern. Murphy used his downtime during the pandemic to earn his GED three decades after he dropped out of high school. On October 1st, Landau released his fourth album entitled Landau Live in Vegas, which was recorded at Caesars Palace. Come with me to the Appalachian Mountains. Speaking of Southern, they will be hosting trunk or treat events on the Logan and Williamson campuses. Southern's employees, departments, and organizations will be joined by other groups in the community to offer one-stop trick-or-treat bonanzas. Communications Director Bill France said events like Trunk or Treat are ways Southern stays connected to local communities. It's a way for us to be, you know, a part of the community, not just the school, but Southern wants to be a part of the local community and the things that we do. The Trunk or Treat is the culminating activity of Southern's Halloween Spooktacular. The Trunk or Treat will be held Thursday, October 28th between 6 p.m. and 7.30, parking lots of Logan Campus and Williamson's Campus. If you're a business or organization would like to set up, Contact France at 304-896-7470. 
Governor Jim Justice announced a billion-dollar broadband expansion plan on Friday that could help around 200,000 West Virginia homes and businesses. I'm Aaron Stone. According to a news release from Governor Justice's office, the plan will combine funding from federal, state, and local governments along with matching investments from the private sector partners. And this will accelerate the expansion of high-speed Internet to underserved areas of the state. Absolutely, without any question, this is going to be the largest broadband investment that we've ever, ever made. Justice was joined by members of the state legislature and the state's congressional delegation on Friday. Justice said the project will be funded through a pair of federal and state initiatives, including the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund through the Federal Communications Commission and the West Virginia Broadband Initiative that will be operated through the State Office of Broadband and the Broadband Council, using mostly federal pandemic relief money. $718 million in state and federal funding is expected to be allocated by next fall. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear proclaimed Domestic Violence Awareness Month in Kentucky today. The governor said it is unacceptable that more than 45% of Kentucky women, 35% of Kentucky men, experience intimate partner physical violence or rape in their lifetimes. As a son, as a husband, and as a father of an 11-year-old girl, this is a change we absolutely have to make. We must all lend our voices to speaking out against domestic violence and work to stop it right now. Governor Bashir was joined by Pat Byron during today's proclamation. Byron's daughter Mary was murdered in 1993 by an estranged boyfriend believed at the time to be in jail on charges of raping, assaulting, and stalking Mary. The family was never notified of the attacker's release. The governor thanked Byron for her work that led to the creation of Victim Information and Notification Every Day, or VINE, 25 years ago. VINE is a free and automatic notification for victims that provides timely custody status updates via email, phone call, or text messages. The story of domestic violence in Kentucky is the story of our friends, our families, our neighbors, our communities. Our dream is for those stories to become stories of healing, recovery, and peace. In 2020, Kentucky Vine searches totaled over 2.1 million. And the total number of notifications was 322,899. And the last year, there have been 74,682 new registrations. Permits for a limited antlerless deer firearm season in select parts of the state are being mailed to successful applicants. The West Virginia Division of Natural Resources announced Friday the special permits give selected hunters a chance to hunt antlerless deer in counties or areas of the state where wildlife biologists have determined harvesting necessary to meet management objectives. For more information about antlerless deer season dates, hunters should refer to the 2021-2022 West Virginia Hunting and Trapping Regulations. Regulations are available at DNR district offices, DNR license agents, and online at wvdnr.gov. Your high school football scores from Friday night. The Chapmanville Tigers defeated the Wayne Pioneers 40-16. Polka defeated Logan 14-12. The Man Hillbillies overtook Independence 74-7. Mingo Central outmatched Shady Spring 45-12. Tug Valley was defeated by Mount View 41-6. Scott earned the win against Liberty Raleigh 41-14. Sherman outscored Van 24-14. 
Lincoln County defeated Clay County 52-16. Sissonville was beat by Winfield 44-7, and Buffalo defeated Tulsa 47-6. Point Pleasant received a forfeit win against Wyoming East, and Lincoln received a forfeit win from Elkins. Get local news on demand at WVLWradio.com and on your smart device. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Good weather here. This is the fall weather that many of us have been looking forward to. Our temperatures today in the mid 60s and overnight, a little on the cool side, will fall back down into the low 40s. For Tuesday, we'll look for the high near 70 and mostly sunny. On Wednesday, we'll see just a few extra clouds, high temperatures in the low 70s. Showers should be back Thursday and that will cool us off again back to the 60s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Sports, weather, politics, the latest information. First, WVOW and WVOWradio.com.